Hello, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Discuss Shane. And remember to like this podcast uh, and give, also give me a follow on Instagram at Discuss Shane. And also follow and subscribe to this podcast on anywhere you can find podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or even here on Anchor FM. Make sure to give a follow and subscribe to the podcast for any sports content that you would like to hear, especially. The one we're going to talk about right now, the NBA finals between the Lakers and the Heat. So game one, it was pretty much a blowout. I mean, the Lakers won by about 25, I believe. Let me let me check the score real quick. Uh, sorry, sorry for that. The Lakers won game one, 116 to 98. And I mean, there's pretty much a blowout. But the second game, it was, I mean, you could say that these two games have been a tale of two, like two halves. I mean, it's the second game. It was, it, they, the Lakers won, of course, but it was a little, I felt a little discomfort. I don't know if you guys saw that while watching the game. I mean, I never felt like the Lakers were completely, you know, completely out of the woods. I mean, it's like they were almost there. They were running. They saw the. The light at the end of the the tunnel at the end of the, the end of the woods, but it's not like they were there, even though like you should expect that they would, because I mean let's look at the first game, the Lakers were shooting the lights out, I mean they shot forty percent from three, and it would have been higher, but they shot terribly in the second half. I mean you couldn't even see it; they were just jacking up shots like it was nothing but okay you can you could say that oh the lakers just didn't care they wanted to get the game over they just want to get their shots up whatever but the game could have been even more of a blowout the league could have been even bigger if they didn't you know take their gas take their gas take their foot off the gas pedal and so they shot really good in this in the first game especially the first half but not only that but the heat Man, I feel bad for them because we all know the Heat. They're the fifth seed of the East. They're essentially the Cinderella story of the NBA Finals, even though that's more of like a NCAA thing, a college thing for March Madness. You see a team you like that's not expected to be where they are, to not, not expected to win games like uh, Kemba and UConn. Uh, let's see, Gordon Hayward with Butler. But the Heat, they are the Cinderella team of this NBA playoffs. And, hey, they're the fifth seed. And they beat, I mean, they beat the Pacers. They swept the Pacers. They beat the Bucks in five. And they beat the Celtics in six. But, man, sucks. Sucks, man. Because they, they're dealt with so many injuries. I mean, three of their best players got injured in game one. In the first quarter. It was Dragic, and he left the game with a foot injury. We all thought it was like a Achilles tear, the similar to the one that Kobe had, Kevin Durant, and so many, uh, so many NBA stars have. And it turns out to be a, a torn plantar fascia. I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm not in the medical field. You asking the wrong person, but that's basically a foot injury, and he's been listed to be out of the NBA Finals, which is unfortunate because he was playing. 
really good for them, especially in the first in the first series against the Indiana Pacers. He was there. He's actually their leading scorer, believe it or not. But yeah, Dragic was a key key piece for the Heat because just because he's you know he's a vet, he knows how to get to the basket, he knows how to score. He's you know he's tough to guard, especially being a lefty. It's hard to guard lefties. And but it wasn't just him. It was also Bam Adebayo. I mean, I think he got hurt in the second second quarter, so the quarter right after. And it looked like he busted his injured shoulder that he injured during the Celtics' loss to the Celtics' win against the Heat. I think I worded that right. But, yeah, he injured. It looked like he busted his shoulder, and then the next possession, it looked like he messed up his wrist. I mean, and then the shoulder, with the shoulder injury, it looked like, you know, it was kind of a... Like, why would he do that? He basically directly bumped his shoulder with Dwight Howard, who has shoulders the side of, size of boulders. He has boulder shoulders. And it looked like he messed up his wrist when going for a rebound with LeBron. And so I thought it would be something like along that. But reports said that he was, that he was out for game two due to a neck strain. Eh? You're telling me his shoulder, his wrist, and his neck? I don't know. But, yeah. Bam, he was out for the rest of the game. So that's already two of their players that were out. But not only that, but Jimmy Butler, he rolled his ankle twice. Not not just once, twice. I think he rolled his ankle in the second quarter really badly. And it looked like, and it was, it was a non-contact injury too, so... He was dribbling the ball. He was going up for a layup. And then I believe his left ankle, his left ankle just, I don't know. It looked bad. It looked like, it looked like he, like it bent, like it rolled and it didn't roll back. If you get what I'm saying. But not only that, he rolled it again. And I think in the third quarter, like in his, after subbing back in, he rolled it again. But he played in game two, so props to Jimmy Butler. That's how tough that dude is. So the Heat were just dealt with so many injuries. And you can already tell they looked like a team that felt like they lost. But it wasn't just because of injuries or, or the Lakers shooting, but it was mainly because of the Lakers' two NBA stars, LeBron and AD. I mean, they had their way on the inside. I mean, AD looked completely dominant on both ends. 34 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, and 3 blocks. And he guarded he guarded Butler for a bunch of possessions. I mean, and yes, Butler scored. But, I mean, he's Jimmy Butler. He's Jimmy Buckets for a reason. But it just goes to show how versatile AD is on, not just on offense, but on defense as well. Because, I mean, against Houston, he guarded Westbrook. And they're kind of similar because they... I mean, Westbrook, he shoots way too many threes, but he can't shoot. And Jimmy Butler, he doesn't shoot threes, like pretty much at all. But it wasn't just AD. Like I said, it was LeBron, too. I mean, LeBron had a near triple-double. He had 25 points, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists. And you could tell in the second half, he was hunting for that last assist. He's trying to get his pass, trying to get, you know, people. He was trying to get his last assist with... Any shooter, whether it be Danny Green, KCP, uh, Kuz, 
Caruso, Morris, whoever. But he unfortunately didn't get it. But even though with nine assists, that dude was dissecting their zone like it was butter, like it was nothing. And the Heat are known to have this unstoppable zone defense that no one could break. But LeBron looked like he broke into me. But the second game was totally different. I mean, with the injuries, Hero and Tyler Hero and Myers Leonard started for Dragic and Bam. And also Nunn and Kendrick Nunn and Kelly Olynyk they got a bunch of minutes too. And so, like I said, like I said earlier, it, there was a little discomfort. I mean, even though AD and LeBron were, were once again dominant, like they always are. I mean, they combined for 65 points, 23 rebounds, and 10 assists. Never looked like the Heat were out of it. I mean, yes, it was like a 10-point lead or whatever, but... It looked. It never looked like the Heat were just, you know, just gave up, and you could see it, even on their bench. You saw, you down, you Donis Haslam, their forty-year-old vet, who's probably gonna be in their, their franchise's Hall of Fame, or maybe even coach for them. He was coaching them, on the sidelines. He was barking at them, telling them what to do, telling, like, not to give up. I remember, I think, there's a quote. I don't know if. It's true or not, but Spolstra said that he would he would have put um, he would have started uh, Udonis Haslam at the center spot, the forty year old dude with gray on his beard. They would have started him just because of how much energy he has, how tough he is, and how he could essentially set the set the tone. And I mean, with Jimmy Butler there, you have another dude who's pretty much like the same has the same mentality. I mean, who knows? But hey, give credit to the Heat because without their two, like their two most important players in Dragic and Bam, aside from Jimmy Butler, they fought. They they scrapped to the end, and it never, like I said, it never looked like the Lakers were out of it, even though they won by, even though they won by ten. It looked like it looked like it was like the Heat were super close. I mean. I think the lead was as close as a six-point or four-point lead. Yeah. The Heat, mad props to them. And mainly it was because of Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler is for sure a star. I mean, in my opinion, this is my opinion, all right? I don't know what you guys think. It's my opinion. He's a potential top 10 player because you have, of course, you have LeBron, this is no particular order. This you have LeBron, AD, Kawhi, KD. When he's healthy, you have Harden, Russ, Giannis. I mean, not Russ. Harden, Giannis, Steph. So that's seven players. And then you also have Jokic, and you also have Luka. So that's nine. And at ten, you could put whatever you want. You could put Dame. You could put Embiid. But you can also put Jimmy Butler, especially what he's been doing this season alone. I mean, he's essentially like putting the team on his shoulder. He's putting a LeBron act. Like when LeBron was with the Cavs in his last time in the finals against the Warriors, a team completely outmatched that shouldn't have been there. But he's there. And look, that dude was that dude played great. He pulled off essentially a LeBron stat line. 25 points. 8 rebounds, and 13 assists. Now, people forget that when Jimmy Butler was 
the Bulls, and I think Derek Derek Rose was not there. He was with the Knicks, I believe. Jimmy Butler was essentially their point guard, and he was yeah, he was throwing dimes. Jimmy Butler is a really good passer. He's really he has great vision. Every time he went to the to the bucket, if it wasn't there for him, he always looked out and passed out. And usually, usually was there for an open look, but the team dismissed it. But hey, Jimmy Butler, that dude, he might be in my top ten. I don't know, top fifteen for sure. Top ten could be, but it wasn't just him. Kelly Olynyk, he had twenty four points and nine rebounds. But yes, those are great numbers, right? But I mean, just like Dragic, Hero, and Robinson, he's a defensive liability. I mean, every time, every time AD was down there or LeBron, it was virtually like it was a path lane, like like an like an airplane pathway, like going for takeoff. That's how that's what it looked like. I mean, even with Myers Leonard out there, it was still pretty easy. But when when Kelly Olynyk was down there, dude, that was it was barbecue chicken, barbecue chicken, Kenny. But it wasn't just the Heat. Why they were, you know, give credit to the Heat and those two players, but the Lakers they couldn't make a three to save their life. I mean, they shot forty-seven threes, and you know what their percentage was? Thirty-four, bro. Thirty-four. They shot. They made sixteen out of forty-seven threes. That's not good, especially when you when you're the Lakers and your your best shooters are Danny Green and KCP. No, 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 no. I mean, Miami they doubled, they doubled the Lakers' free throw attempts, thirty four to seventeen. But it's not just that; like, it wasn't that bad. The Heat shot ninety one percent from the free throws from the free throw line. You know what the Lakers shot? Fifty nine, ninety one percent to fifty nine percent. Bro, and you double, and you shoot 20 more threes than the Heat? That's how you could tell that the Lakers were falling in love with their three-point shot. They thought, hey, you know what? If we shot good from in game one in the first half, we could shoot good again this in this game two. But, dude, you're the Lakers, all right? You're the worst three-point shooting team in the playoffs. And that's, I mean, that's, that's bad. The Lakers are the worst three-point shooting team. They're the worst, essentially, shooting team in the in the playoffs. Not just from threes, but from free throws. Like, they're terrible. Especially when you have, I mean, when you have free throw shooters like LeBron, Rondo, Dwight Howard, who are shooting free throws. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to miss a lot of them. But it wasn't just those... It wasn't just, yeah, like, it wasn't just their free throws that were bad. I mean, the main culprits of their three-point shooting were dead, or they were the main suspects, the usual victims, or the usual suspects. It was Danny Green, the CEO of Missing Shots. I mean, how many more, a.k.a. how many more? You also have KCP, who's, that dude's a roller coaster or something. I mean, one game he's shooting great from three, and another game he's shooting terrible. I mean, it's even as bad as one half he's shooting great from three, 
and the other half, he's shooting bad. And also, everyone's favorite young player, Kyle Kuzma, you know, Instagram, IG famous Kyle Kuzma, Mr. Pretty Boy himself, Danny Green, KCP, and Kuz. Let me tell you what their stats were, all right? This is going to blow you away. Actually, this probably won't blow you away. This is like, yeah, I should have known. KCP, 2 of 11 from 3. Danny Green, 1 of 8 from 3. And Kyle Kuzma, 2 of 6. So you know what that comes out to be? Uh, 5 for 25 from 3. 20 percent now if you take out coups from this equation all right that is three of 19 danny green and kcp both shot three of 19 from three combined for three or 19 from three that's i don't want to look up the percentage i mean that's probably like single digits that's how bad they were shooting and you could there are stretches in the game where you could, where literally Danny Green, like the ball would just, like the ball would just attract to him. Every time the Lakers got offensive rebound, boom, Danny Green, brick, boom, Danny Green, brick. Like, dude, stop shooting your threes and pass the ball to something, not just even pass, like you don't even have to just pass the ball, but if you want to score, like take a step inside. Or do a layup, do a floater, whatever. Do something to get the ball out of your hands. Because if you're missing four, like three to four threes in a matter of seconds, get the hell off the court, bro. KCP, what are you doing? Two of 11? Yeah, you shot pretty good in the first half of game one, but that's one half. One half out of three. One half out of four halves. You shot good. Bro, pass the ball. Now, okay, we can give we can give some slack to KCP and Kuz because they did take a lot of contested shots. But Danny Green, bro, you're wide open. You gotta make them, bro. We didn't get you. We didn't get you to miss to miss wide open threes. We got you to play solid defense and to make threes. And what do you do? Complete opposite. Fifteen. Think about Lakers. 15 mil a year to to not do his job and starting too. I don't know about y'all, but that but a trade piece. That's a that's a that's a trade piece for sure. So with the with that being said, the Heat have the recipe to beat the Lakers. All you gotta do, treat treat AD and LeBron like Giannis and the Bucks. Pack the paint. Let their shooter shoot, and even you can even let AD and LeBron shoot. You can sag the hell off them. You can guard them like Ben Simmons or Rondo or Westbrook. You can leave it like leave them open. I rather, if I were the Heat, I'd rather have AD and LeBron shoot threes or deep mid range shots than you know fadeaways or layups or. Or dunks, even. Anything, get them away from the paint. Don't even let them come close. And so, 
That's what they got to do. Let their shooters shoot because we all know the Lakers can't shoot. They're known to be bad to be a bad three-point shooting team. I mean, their best three-point shooter this game was Rondo. Rondo, three of four. That's it. Best three-point shooter is Rajon Rondo. That's 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 how you know they're bad. That's how you know the Lakers are bad at three-point shooting. And look, with Bam coming back, I mean, I don't know if he's coming back for sure, but he's looking like he's coming back. You already know he was out there at the game. He was he looked antsy. He looked super antsy to play. He's the key to their teams, not just their offense, but their defense as well. And so you got when Bam comes back and the, if the Lakers keep shooting like they're shooting, it looks like a it looks like a recipe for disa- for disaster. So you take out Bam and so you take out Myers Leonard and you put Bam in. You have the same performance from Kelly Olynyk and from Kendrick Nunn coming off the bench. I don't know. Lakers might lose game three. But if the Lakers, you know, if the Lakers keep attacking the paint, they get their points from layups, dunks, and, you know, getting contact, shooting free throws, especially AD shooting free throws, they're they're probably going to win. The Lakers just don't have to fall in love with the three-point shot because they're not good at shooting threes. I mean, 47 threes, you're not... You're not the Houston Rockets. You don't have James Harden, Eric Gordon, Robert Covington. You don't have these these great three point shooters. You have the worst three point shooters in the playoffs. Not even not even close to being second to the worst. You have the absolute worst. All right. You're not the teams that you played. You're not the Nuggets. You're not the Blazers. You're not the Rockets. You are the Lakers, and you get your offense from LeBron and AD going to the paint. That's all you gotta do. Don't try to be all cute and think, oh, I can carry this team. I can I can make my threes. No, you can't. You can't. Let AD and LeBron work. That's the key to victory. So I mean, they know how to beat each other. But the Heat, they have an idea of how to beat the Lakers. The Lakers, they already know how to beat the Heat. They've done it twice already. Four times if you include the regular season. But I expect the Heat to fight back, to fight and claw in Game Three. And if Bam comes back, and I won't. I'm just telling. I'm just saying right now. I don't, I'm not surprised if the Heat win. I'm saying right here, right at, right now. The Lakers keep shooting how they're shooting from the free throw line and from the three. And if Bam comes back and he has, you know, a stellar performance, the Heat might just win this game. And hey, if they win, that just goes into my prediction of Lakers winning in five. But would I be would I be would I be sad or mad if the Lakers sweep the Heat? Hell no. The Lakers win, it's all that matters. So thank you guys for listening for the pod to the podcast. Remember to like this podcast, like the post on Instagram where you're gonna see it when I post it. Um Remember to follow and subscribe to my, remember to follow my Instagram account for more content, for more uh, posts, more announcements. Remember to follow and subscribe to my podcast on wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Spotify, Anchor, wherever. And also, I should be getting, you know, I'm still in the works of getting, you know, a new camera, getting a new, like just new everything so I can upload more on YouTube. So it's not just a fully audio. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to watch the Lakers game three on Sunday at, I believe, 6 p.m. Actually at 4.30. Ooh, early game. All right. Make sure to watch the Lakers at 4.30 p.m. on ABC. And hey, thank you guys for listening. Watch your hands. Wear a mask when you go outside. Um, don't catch COVID. It's either said it's easier said than done, but hey, there's simple, easy stuff to do. Social distancing, six feet, you know what I'm saying? Uh what else is there? Take a shower, put on deodorant, brush your hair. Uh don't forget a wipe. Easy, simple stuff, people. Come on now. All right. Take it easy, y'all. Have a good day. Later.